five breakfast catch up um uh, earlier on i did allude to the fact that we'll be chatting to an energy expert on uh, five breakfast i am joined by chris yelland on the line good morning chris how you doing good morning to you and thank goodness i don't have load shedding at this instant we wouldn't be talking. I <laughs> know. <laughs> we, we would be. We would be talking because I've got a battery. I have a battery oh. backup. <laughs> Yo, Chris, I, I was asking the team earlier on, like when load shedding hits, what do you do? What do you do when load shedding hits you, Chris? <laughs> uh, I'm in a position where I can just continue as normal. Oh. Um, because I do have a battery backup system. It's not a complex system. It's not an expensive system, but it backs up my office and uh, my Wi-Fi and my router and um, uh, lighting and things like that. So I can just continue working. And I would suggest that any business uh, needs to put in place plans uh, to ensure business continuity through load shedding because load shedding is here to stay for some time. And as an energy expert, it's a good way to recommend that. Who would have thought in 2022 batteries would be a trend? Absolutely. Uh, battery energy storage is becoming more and more common, um, not just in the domestic environment, <clears throat> but in the commercial and industrial environment. And even now in the utility scale, uh, ESCOM kind of environment and municipal environment, so very large-scale battery energy deployments are starting to happen um, uh, in South Africa, and they have been happening abroad. Uh, we are somewhat behind the curve, but South Africa is likely to become one of the major markets for battery energy storage in the world. In this um, current stage six, which <clears throat> um, they announced Sunday morning in the early hours, what the heck would they announce it at 4 a.m.? And uh, what, what will it take to sort it out? Now, look, uh, these uh, situations arise kind of randomly, you know, as uh, generator units uh, fail or go offline for whatever reason. And there are any number of reasons. Mm. Um, so we, we heard specifically that there was a unit, I think, at Kusili and a unit at Creel Power Station that went down in that early morning. Uh, and that pushed things um, over the edge from stage four load shedding to stage six load shedding. But, you know, we've had... Stage six load shedding at least twice before this current round, and it's happening now more frequently, and it's likely to happen more frequently going forward. What can we do about it? Well, in the short term, businesses and people uh, need to start really looking at their arrangements to take ownership for their own energy future. If you rely on government, um, you're going to be disappointed in the short term. Uh, the solution uh, for load shedding are going to come from the customers of electricity themselves. Driven by load shedding, literally thousands and thousands of people and businesses are making alternative arrangements. And this, of course, serves to relieve, relieve the burden currently on ESCOM. So the more people put in own generation, the less demand from the grid. And that will help ESCOM, uh, you know, it, it currently is not able to fulfill its obligation. Chris, with the climate that South Africa's in, unemployment, access to the means to afford the alternative, do you think it's a, it's a, it's a real thing or is it just a pipe dream that you are mentioning in the name of relieving ESCOM, of powering us up? Because I'm just thinking, how many people can actually afford the alternative energy? Not a lot in South Africa. 
you know, never underestimate the resourcefulness of people, even poor people. Take a look around and have a look at how many, uh, even in informal settlements, have got DSTV uh, satellite uh, aerials, uh, dishes. Uh, take a look at how many people uh, have got smartphones. Uh, these were, were, I mean, a smartphone, if you had looked, when, when smartphones, were, when the, the old cell phone first become available, it was considered something you know, for the rich. Uh, but because of the value that it provides to people, even if it, even though it, at that time was more expensive, it, it, there was a massive up, uptake in Africa because of the of the benefits that it provided, the value to the customer that were provided by having mobile communication. So I, I think whilst we may think of uh, solar PV as something for the rich and wealthy, uh, the reality is over time it's going to become very very pervasive. Now. <clears throat> You know, um, I was chatting to a friend that our gate motor has been swapped or we had to get a new one or change whatever um, unit inside the motor because of load shedding. Load shedding has affected people's fridges, television sets, um, food going to waste, right? You've mentioned the batteries an alternative and you also alluded to the fact that we are very resourceful. Month end is in, in what, 10 days time? What advice would you give someone who's living hand to mouth in coming up with alternatives to this load shedding, which does not seem to be going anywhere? In the next 10 days, um, I think there's little that can actually be done uh, by consumers other than uh, to use electricity sparingly mm. um, for essential purposes only and to try and uh, become less and less reliant on, on electricity. Now, that's not easy to do. Uh, but certainly, uh, I think uh, people uh, do uh, sort of uh, use uh, you know, alternative cooking methods such as gas instead of electricity. Uh, instead of switching on electric heaters at night, they just drizzle warmly. Um, I, I'm sure that this you know, is a little comfort uh, to those uh, you know, in, in need. But uh, uh, frankly, in 10 days' time, uh, there's not much that people can do. Um, even you know, installing uh, you know, alternative arrangements. I, I went recently to Builders Warehouse to, dry, to try and buy a few battery-operated emergency lights for my house that I could use <laughs> as and when needed. I couldn't buy them. They were out of stock mm. uh, because thousands of people you know, are, are just buying these out of necessity. So little things like that become difficult. Uh, but, um, you know, those who were perhaps a little bit far-sighted, more far-sighted than me, and bought these lights, um, you know, a couple of months ago, um, are sitting pretty. I couldn't lay my hands on them uh, over the weekend. Mm. Chris, <clears throat> we are in the dark ages. But thank you so much for sharing your energy insight. And uh, I hope uh, the listener... Um, understands what they can do and what they can't do. And I guess we all have to accept that we are living in the dark ages. We appreciate your insight and your input and in coming on uh, Five Breakfast this morning. Thank you. All the best. That was Chris Yellen, and uh, he is an energy expert. You can catch the interview on uh, the 5FM app. So, guys, you heard 
Because he gave us practical solutions to the problem, right? Mm-hmm. Are you down to try some of those? Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. I can I can skip meat and rent for a month and buy a generator or whatever. Like, yeah. If you'll find one. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, no. It's bad. Catch up on some of the best moments from 5 Breakfast by going to 5FM's Catch-Up page on the 5FM app or 5FM.co.za.